When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the great people at TrueMath Fitness. Went for a personal training session at TrueMath Fitness today. You guys know I love my Tuesdays and Thursdays at TrueMath. I know that you will love their workouts and especially your first workout because it's free at TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch online at TrueMathFitness.com. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team are there to serve you. Go to AmandaJGentry.com for more information to protect your constitutional rights. And Zen Sportsbook. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and get unlimited 5% cash back on your first 15 days of wagering. ATOZTN in the Zen Sports app today. So, Mike Vrabel gave a press conference. He spoke for the first time, uh, spoke for the first time since the Kevin Byard trade. Derrick Henry also spoke. Uh, we'll probably talk about Derrick Henry later in the week. I was just uh, regaling, I was just regaling Bert with uh, some rumors that I had been hearing about Derrick Henry, and I'm not willing to talk about rumors until I have more credible information to share. But there is rumblings about Derrick Henry right now. I will tell you that much. So head on a swivel season for sure. William Jones says he's an Eagles fan now. Yeah, I saw the, the Eagles pushed out on their social media platforms. Kevin Byard in an all-green outfit with a green bag walking into Philadelphia saying I'm home. <laughs> it's It's got to hurt a little bit, I would imagine. But uh, this is, uh, this is you know, the reality of the Titan situation. So how things move forward over the course of the next week, I I think the viable for, uh, the viable market for Derek is pretty slim pickings, but there is one team in particular that the rumblings have started around. Uh, Jason Martinez says no GM podium time. No, I mean he gave a statement. Uh, John Robinson talked to media like in a press conference setting way more than the average general manager did. Uh, and you know, maybe that's because John had screw ups like Isaiah Wilson and Vic Beasley, um, Kevin Dodd, guys like that, that you had to get out in front of people and, and get ahead of John did that pretty consistently. Ran is ran is definitely more the norm, um, in the idea that he's not going to be made available, um, beyond, you know, the several times a year that GMs are made available, but he did give a statement to media, uh, or rather to, uh, well, he did give a statement to media via uh, their team PR email blast, right? And the statement was, you know, didn't get to know Kevin Byard, uh, didn't know Kevin really well, but uh, consummate professional, great person, great family man, great community leader, on and on and on, uh, was the gist of the Rand Carthon statement. So um, in the absence of trade deadline stuff, we'll let that cool off for a little bit until such time. Uh, as uh, until such time as this happens with any potential, any more moves that may come. 
and I do think that there's one in the works, but we'll see. The quarterback situation is obviously the next thing on the docket because despite all the trade uh, discussion and speculation, they still have to play a game on Sunday. So now um, I think that when you look at the quarterback situation, Ryan Tannehill is not going to play. They haven't ruled him out officially, but uh, it's, uh, you know, I'm comfortable saying, reporting, whatever, that Ryan Tannehill is not going to play on Sunday. So you can go ahead and I anticipate that moving forward. So in the absence of Ryan Tannehill, well, who the hell is going to play quarterback? Well, the answer today from Mike Rabel was uh, interesting, to say the least. So we will hear from Mike Vrabel here in just a second. I'd like to start with your Two Rivers Ford take first and foremost on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. What do you think about the Titans playing both quarterbacks, Willis and Levis, against the Falcons on Sunday? Fair or foul in the comment section. Give me your response and we will discuss at length together. What do you think about the Titans playing both backup QBs against the Falcons in their next home game. We will talk about this together. Brad says you cannot play two quarterbacks in the regular season. Well, you can. There's nothing, there's no rule that prevents them from doing so. And in fact, if you remember, Brad, uh, they lost a game to a a team doing just that last year with Jeff Driscoll and Davis Mills. The Titans lost, Malik Willis and the Titans lost to the Houston Texans at home, sporting a two-quarterback situation. Now, I think that that's more extreme than what uh, than what you are likely to see from the Titans on Sunday, but it is notable, the comments from Mike Vrabel, and you'll hear those momentarily. I'll first remind you that the Two Rivers Ford take is made possible, of course, by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet Quality, American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford is the place that you can go for the best car buying experience around. They have been in business for 40 years serving Middle Tennesseans and will continue to do so with honesty and integrity in many, many more years to come. Two Rivers Ford, powered by Ford, driven by people. So, the idea of playing two quarterbacks in a regular season game. Now, the extent to which they're going to play these two quarterbacks Remains to be seen, but to hear Mike Vrabel tell it, they are going to both play in this game on Sunday. What does your quarterback situation look like now? Well, we'll, Ryan won't practice today, and, um, you know, we'll see where he is at the end of the week. And I would imagine that, uh, you know, if Ryan can't play, I think I would anticipate both those quarterbacks playing in the football game. But Ryan, you know, is out of his off of his roller or walker or whatever he had. And, uh, you know, we'll see where he is at the end of the week. So is it both of them like? You said you'd anticipate both of them. You'd have a plan for both of them to play? I said I'd anticipate both of them to play. Yep. Make sure you got that, Joe. Make, make sure you got that, Joe. Joe Rexroad is the person asking the question. Um, so what does that look like exactly? Because it doesn't mean that, It doesn't guarantee that Malik Willis is going to start. doesn't guarantee that Will Levis is going to start. Although I will tell you that the things that I'm hearing right now from people inside the team is that Will Levis is on track to be the starting quarterback for Sunday. But Vrabel's throwing this wrench in here, whether that's for competitive advantage to not allow the 
Falcons to game plan for one quarterback versus the other, whether that's just gadget stuff for one player versus the other. There are a variety of different things that that can mean, but we'll take your comments on this fair or foul. The Titans playing both quarterbacks in the absence of Ryan Tannehill this coming Sunday, right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free as a Middle Tennessee resident. I go for personal training on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's an option that you have at your disposal. You can also go for group fitness classes. Their group fitness classes are great. Boot camp style classes, morning, afternoon, and into the evening. TrueMath Fitness will get you right. Boot camp style classes, no workout is ever recycled or repeated. And if you just want to work out on your own time, at their top-notch facility, you can sign up for one of their membership plans today. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. So fair or foul, uh, the situation with the Titans quarterbacks right now. Jody Newell says it's just coach talk. He means one is playing, one is next up. No, I, that's that's not what he said. That's He said, I'll play the comments for you again. That's not That's not an accurate interpretation. Both He is saying that both quarterbacks are going to play in the game, and I want you to hear it from his mouth, not mine, so you can 100% be certain of what the coach is telling you. What does your quarterback situation look like now? Well, well, Ryan won't practice today, and, um, you know, we'll see where he is at the end of the week, and I would imagine that, uh, you know, if Ryan can't play, I think I would anticipate both of those quarterbacks playing in a football game. But Ryan, you know, out of his, off of his roller or walker or whatever he had, and uh, you know we'll see where he is at the end of the week. Also, is both of them, like you said, you'd anticipate both of them. You'd have a plan for both of them to play. I said I'd anticipate both of them to play. Yep, make sure you got that, Joe. I'd anticipate both of them to play. That's not. That's not like. Room for interpretation, that's, I'd anticipate both of them to play. That's Mike Vrabel saying both of these quarterbacks are going to play. Now, I don't think that this is going to be preseason, right? Like, I don't think it's going to be one drive in, one drive out, or two drives in, two drives out. Like, I don't think that's going to be the plan. But I think that when you look at this circumstance, it does leave it open for some interpretation. And I'll explain the two ways that I view this uh, here in just a second. Uh, James McGillicuddy says of the plan to play both fair. Jacob Ray says foul. He literally said he doesn't know if it affects quarterbacks splitting time. And he that is accurate, Jacob. He did say that. He said he doesn't know if it affects them because he's never himself played quarterback is the way that he answered that question. Um, Cody Russell says Willis starting but on a short leash. Question mark. Puka says trick plays all the way. For John Var- Vargas Both will play, but when they see Malik not throwing and panicking, Levis will take over. Malik has more time with the team and the playbook, but he is still a miss so far. So here that that's one way that they can that they can move forward with this. Now, personally, my and I'll call it an informed opinion doesn't mean that it's 100% right. Just what I'm hearing and how it's affecting the opinion that I'm going to formulate. I am of the opinion that Levis is going to start the game and that the more likely situation is that there are packages where Malik Willis is involved. The other scenario here is that Willis starts the game, and I talked about this on the radio show today for those of you who listen to both shows, 
that I do on a on a nightly basis or a daily basis that they Andre Dillard the situation with Malik Willis. When I what I mean by Andre Dillard the situation is they go out there and let Malik Willis start, but he is on an infinitely shorter leash than he's ever been, right? Dillard started the game against the Ravens. He gave up the sack to Justin Matabike. They pulled him and they put in NPF. Today, Mike Vrabel said that Nicholas petit Frere is going to be the left tackle moving forward. And if Andre Dillard gets an opportunity again, that he would be, you know, that he would do well to take advantage of whatever opportunity comes to him down the line. But right now, this is NPF's job. So the most likely scenario, just so I can outline this for you guys, where I'm thinking right now, the most likely scenario is Levis starting and plays for Malik. The other, the alternative here, just based on that phrase, because it leaves the window open for something, is that L- Malik starts and they bench him if he does not perform. Basically, show us something, bud. This is your last chance to do so against an opponent that is in first place in their division, but I don't think the Falcon, I don't think anybody would argue that the Falcons are a top-notch team right now, that the Falcons are unbeatable. They left they left two touchdowns by EPA. Uh, they left two touchdowns on the, on the board with the fumbles that they lost, that Desmond Ritter lost. So I would say that this is the most likely situation right now. Um, Matt Stanley says, Downing special, the Malik end around. Yes, that he was not successful, right? Malik Willis had fumbles on every play. Uh, that they tried to insert him in for those gadget packages. Three uh, three fumbles on three plays like that that they tried with Malik Willis in his rookie year. You know, maybe maybe this maybe that's improved. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what that is going to look like necessarily. I've seen it not work before, but that doesn't mean that it can't work. So at this point, Try anything to win a football game. Uh, Ben Hall says, oh, sure, why not? Let's try it. Uh, uh, Let's see. uh, Let's snap it to Henry every play, says Ben Hall. Well, this may be be your last week to do so with Derek. So maybe you take advantage of the King Cat while it's still uh, something you've got in your bag. I I don't know that he's going to be gone by next Tuesday, but I do think that there is rumblings to that effect in ways that there was really not, um, even as recently as yesterday. Uh, just throw in Levis, says Jay Benitez. That's, I mean, my preference would be, all right, just let him go, right? Seen Malik Willis get a full four quarters at various points in his career. I've seen him play at various points in nine games. I haven't seen Will Levis with the opportunity to go a full four quarters. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to them trying some stuff with Malik in certain settings or, or red zone packages or anything that they think can help them, right? Do everything that you can to try and win a football game. But my preference would be for them to not leave any room for interpretation or room for doubt and, uh, and move forward with what it is that they drafted in the second round, which is Will Levis. Uh, Puka says, Alan Bell... <clears throat> Excuse me. Puka says Alan Bell, our buddy from CBS Sportsline, indicated Henry would be gone last night. Uh, BF is asking me, did I just break news saying Henry is being traded? No, I I did not. I'm just saying that uh, literally, like I'm telling you, five minutes before I came on the air tonight, I got a text. 
from a really, really credible person um, having to do with the Derrick Henry situation, saying that there is a team that is putting together something for Derrick, whether that offer is accepted by the Tennessee Titans remains to be seen, whether that offer is something that, you know, I mean, Derrick doesn't have a no trade clause, so it's not like Derrick necessarily has a say in this, but I do think that the, the let's call it the threat of Derrick Henry um, being traded has never been more real, but uh, you know, I'm not, I'm that, that's all it is right now. It's, it's just, it's just rumors uh, until such time as I get, you know, I'd probably like to have three sources confirming the particular team that it was, uh, that it was alleged to me that was sniffing around for him. Um, so one, one text is not enough <laughs> for me to, for me to tell you, um, what it is that things are, what, what's being worked on, but I'm just head on a swivel is what I'll tell you. Uh, head on a swivel is, is what I would say. What do we get? Third round minimum to me. I, if you get a six for Derrick Henry, I'd be surprised unless, unless here's, here's the, here's the, uh, the scenario that. I think, and I, I don't think a third round pick is realistic for a for an aging running back on a on a one year deal or a, with the last year uh, left on his contract. But I think that um, I think that the only way that you get really more than a sixth, maybe a fifth for Derek. I think at that point you have to eat some money. Um, I think you have to eat some money on his contract. But we can talk about Derek Henry. Let, let's let's talk about Derek when I have more more concrete information because I don't want to get into uh, I don't want to get into speculation with you guys right now and I probably shouldn't gaslight you the way that I just did but I do think that it's I, I do think that I'm comfortable telling you guys hey heads up there are things being discussed that that much I'm I'm totally fine uh, having out there but you know I don't I don't want to get into further speculation based on information that we don't have right now so keep it in mind. All right, uh, let's keep it moving, and let's talk about the idea of who is the best asset on the Titans roster right now. We'll do so here in just a second, right after I remind you, best asset remaining on the Titans roster right now. Right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go. Have her fight for you. Have her protect your constitutional rights in ways that you may not even realize that you need protection. Not all of us are familiar with the Constitution. Maybe we should be as American citizens, but there are places where you, me, somebody who is in need of assistance may be ignorant to the protections that the Constitution does afford you. That is what Amanda J. Gentry is here to provide. Her and her team will work exhaustively for you on your case to make sure that you receive the proper protections that you are entitled to. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go for more information wherever justice demands the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. So, um, I think that uh, I think that when you talk about assets on the Titans roster, what is the best asset remaining right now? Um, Wesley and Billy, a, a lot of you guys are saying Jeff Simmons. And... Yes, Jeff Simmons is the most valuable player on the Titans roster for sure. I don't think that Jeff really is in danger of being moved. Now, 
you know, Jeff, Jeff may look around and not be interested in, in gutting, gutting it out with a team that he just agreed to a long-term extension with. But I do think that Jeff is probably the only thing. I don't think anybody's untouchable, but I think that if there was a player that's close to being untouchable, I would think that it would be Jeffrey. Uh, Von Booker says DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Chosen says uh, he agrees with my assessment, I think. Uh, or appears with, uh, she appears with, uh, to agree with my assessment based on that emoji use. Forgive me uh, for attributing uh, the improper sex to you. Um, but says, I think Simmons is the one that is safe. I'm inclined to agree with that assessment. Hopkins says Jay Benitez. Uh, Reginald says it really feels like someone died in Nashville. <laughs> it feel like we were doing a bit of a eulogy for Kevin Byard. Uh, I can confirm he's alive and well and did arrive in Philadelphia safely today. Uh, Landry says major keys. Uh, is Landry a, a good asset right now? He's, he's not, I mean, he's obviously working his way back from ACL. So, you know, maybe, but Harold making a lot of money. Um, that's not a contract that a lot of teams are going to be able to easily assume at the trade deadline, but there is one player on that defense who I think makes a ton of sense. Now, um, he is on an expiring contract as well. And I don't know that uh, I don't know that they would. I really think it would take a lot for for uh, Mike Vrabel to sign off on moving Danico Autry. But I do think that Danico Autry, in the final year of a three-year, twenty-one and a half million dollar deal, would be appealing to a lot of teams. So he is making this year. Uh, forgive me, my Spotrack uh, website seems to. Be malfunctioning. I need to refresh this really quick. Um, so, Autry is in the final year of this deal. He's 33 years old. He'll be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. His salary this year was uh, just north of $8.75 million. So, you've al- already paid a portion of that out. It would be a very cost-effective contract for a team to assume and I think that Danico Autry still has good football, at least for one more season in him. He plays a premium position. Um, certainly, you can always add more pass rushers. <clears throat> but I think that between Autry, Landry, Simmons, and Key, Autry is the one that makes the most sense. Andre Beeman says you're getting a seventh-round pick for Autry. I... I'd be curious to see what the market looks like for Danico because I think that he's, I honestly think that he's a more valuable asset via trade than is Kevin Byard. I don't know that you would get, I don't know that you would get better picks for Danico Autry than you did Kevin Byard, but I do think that his his situation is a more valuable situation for a team to assume. Um, he's making less money. The Eagles have the option to keep Kevin Byard around beyond this year, but his contract does have voidable years attached to it. Danico's does not, so this is truly an expiring deal. And pass rushers are going to be a more premium. I mean, pass rushers versus safety, a more premium position. And Danico is versatile. Danico can play inside. Danico can play outside. I think that Danico Autry is probably the best asset on the Titans roster right now that actually make, makes sense. Uh, let's see. I don't think uh, Robert White Stewart says, I don't think we are waving the white flag like some think. It's just not in Vrabel's DNA. Bayard trade was brought because I feel like the Eagles really want them. 
wanted him. I, I don't. I also don't think they're waving the white flag. I think that they're fully intending to go out there and try and kick the Falcons' ass. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, obviously the viability of are they a better football team without Kevin Byard than with Kevin Byard? No, nobody's going to make that argument. But they're not a very good football team to begin with. So you might as well try and recoup things while you have the opportunity to do so. So, um, the the players the players most likely to be traded. I think on this roster right now, and I'll I'll order them from most likely to least likely, just based on assets. I think Derek is the most Derek is the most likely player to get moved, just because there are active conversations now being had around him. I think Autry is the best asset that they have, even though I haven't heard. That doesn't mean it hasn't it hasn't happened or won't happen. But I haven't heard of teams calling about Nico yet. Then I think Hopkins is least likely to be moved. I don't think that uh, I don't think that he is a. Uh, I think that whomever the quarterback is for the foreseeable future, I think that they want to try and ease the burden on the quarterback by giving them a a super friendly, super friendly wide receiver, super friendly target um, that he is. He's played with a lot of bad quarterbacks in his career. Doesn't mean that he wants to do it. But he's the best. He's the best wide receiver that they have right now, and certainly I think that he could help bring along a young quarterback. Whether he wants to do that or not is a different question. But I don't think that. I think they're going to be of of all the players that they are willing to move. I think Hopkins is pretty low on that list. Uh, so we'll see. You know, could they turn around? Could they get a call at you know it's eight thirty eight right now? Could they get a call at eight forty p.m. tonight and make a move for Hopkins? Sure, they could. Sounds like the buyer deal came around pretty quickly. Um, but right now, I think in order, just on those three players, because those are the three players who are going to be talked about the most, and I don't think they're going to move young guys. I don't think Burks is really an option to be moved. But Henry most likely, Autry just because he's the best thing that they have, and then Hopkins, I think, you know, I think Hopkins is probably as, as safe as humanly possible, even though nobody's really, really safe. Anyway, let's move on. Let's do a gone viral video, uh, courtesy of the Titans press conference today. We've got a pretty good uh, Mike Vrabel clip to play for you. Maybe it'll make you laugh. Maybe it won't. It made me laugh today, but maybe you don't have the same sense of humor I have. We'll find out together. We will do so right after I remind you. Or let me ask you this question. question. Which Titans media member do you enjoy watching Vrabel roast the most? Who do you like seeing Mike Vrabel take, take down a peg? I don't go to press conferences every day anymore. I'm I'm more a part-time uh, reporter uh, at this stage of my career just because uh, the radio show hours conflict with a lot of times that they have going in practice. But obviously, I'm at every game, and I do still go to practices and, and get into the locker room on Fridays just because that's when my schedule allows. So I'm more a part-timer anymore, so less opportunities for me to get roasted, even though I've been roasted plenty by that head coach in my day. Uh, which is your favorite media member to see Mike Vrabel roast? We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by Zen Sports. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and they will get you in on all the action. 5% cash back, unlimited 5% cash back for your first 15 days of wagering once you enter that promo code. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. And you must be 21 or older in Tennessee to bet. 
So who's your favorite media member to see Mike Vrabel roast? Uh, Bert, says Mr. Jones. Well, Bert hasn't had the privilege, the honor and the privilege of attending a Mike Vrabel press conference, although if Bert walked into a Mike Vrabel press conference, I'm sure Mike would look him up and down and be like, what the hell are you doing in here? Get out. Uh, Billy Jones says PK. Robert says PK. Has to be. Um, TJ says he only roasts guys who ask him the hard questions. He doesn't want to answer because it won't make him look good. No, that's not true. Um, I, he, he roasts everybody. <laughs> Mike, Mike, somebody asked me the other day, does Mike Vrabel like you? And I said, I think he hates all of us. Uh, it just depends on the day. He's gone at Teresa Walker, who is certainly uh, not somebody who you would go at. The only person I don't think that I've seen him actively like pick on is probably Kayla. Um, but everybody else as far, you know, in the, in the, this will be what the sixth season of, of me covering Mike Vrabel, everybody else can basically get the smoke. Um, but I don't think I've seen him, uh, pop off on Kayla. He's definitely gotten to Ron. He's definitely gotten me. Um, you know, I don't think he's gotten, he, he never, at least since, since, and like I said, I'm not at every press conference every day, but I obviously listen to every press conference. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him go at Sam. So I may, maybe that's a, another one. Uh, and I think Sam asks good questions, um, off the top of my head. I don't think that, I don't think Sam's lobbing him softballs by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I do think anybody can get got. I do think, um, I, I do think he hates Jared Stillman. <laughs> and I think Jared, Jared and I have talked about this. I'm pretty sure Jared knows that he hates Jared. <laughs> But that's okay because Jared is uh, Jared is always enjoyable. Um, I think I, Jared is a friend of mine. I know that many of you don't like him, but I think that Jared certainly uh, Jared certainly has a, a spot. Isn't Teresa national media? No, she's hyper local. Teresa is the most local. She covers literally all of the local teams um, and is at Titans every day. There, you could not be more local than Teresa Walker. Um, uh, has he gotten Jimmy? Yeah, he's popped off at Jimmy once or twice for sure. Why? Why it's not gonna. I mean, Wyatt's not going to grill him, right? Because Wyatt obviously is, uh, and you know, Jimmy, we all understand the circumstance with Jimmy. Jimmy's the best of us, but the team hired him away. So there are more restrictions on Wyatt than there are on any of us, uh, certainly. But I think that, uh, I think that, you know, if Mike Vrabel had to pick one of us to dunk on regularly, it would probably be Stillman. Mike, you, you made a, a comment during all that that's kind of getting parsed here, talking about. Who's parsing it, Gentry? <laughs> well, then ask the question, Jared. What question? Do, when you said that other organizations don't do things as well as the Patriots, and that you know because you've been there, were you referring to they, this organization? They've, they've won six Super. They won six Super Bowls in twenty years. That's what I was alluding to. You know, what I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just extreme, extremely, extremely. Um, you know, a, a lot of success. And, uh, you know, and I guess just probably haven't talked to, you know, Bill and, you know, Mr. Kraft and the coaches I know they're on staff. I guess that was just my way of, uh, you know, bringing, bringing them good luck on, on Sunday. No, I mean, it, it just the amount of success that they had there, that was the whole message was just for myself and the former players and everything, just to not take things for granted. Um, just the um, because you know I got traded myself and went to a you know a team that went six and ten and it was like 
you know, where you're you're just trying to find ways to win other than knowing that you're going to win when you show up. It was my whole intent of saying that, that, you know, they've, they've, they've had it pretty good there for, for 20 years, and six Super Bowls and however many else they, they went to. That was, it. that was it, Jared. So appreciate you. You'll, you'll never think like me, Jared. We're never, we're nothing alike. So you'll, we're, no, yeah, I'm not. I'm the dumbest person in here. I promise you. I guarantee you I'm the dumbest person in here. But we will never think alike in anything that we do. So if you ever want to think how I'm thinking, just think the, just think the opposite. <laughs> think, think, think like a dude. Think like an athlete. Think like a grown man. And Think like a dude. Think like an athlete. Think like a grown man. <laughs> He is uh, he, he is something else, really. Uh, just because a lot of you, I, a lot of you think that Mike Vrabel looks defeated at these press conferences, and there there are some moments when he definitely has. But uh, just know that lurking behind that defeated, disinterested look, because he doesn't enjoy the press conferences. Who would? Um, <laughs> he's uh, he's definitely got that. At with he's got that weapon to him, that sharpness to him at any point, and uh, I, I think I think that there is uh, I think it's always enjoyable unless you're on the receiving end of it. Um, I don't know that he's that he's dismantled anybody quite to that extent. Questioning, I mean, it's like Troy Aikman saying uh, during one of the roughing the passer penalties last year on Monday Night Football about taking the skirts off or something like that. It's it's a, a bit of old school football guy. I'm a bigger man than you are. And, you know, Brable is a bigger man than Jared Stillman. But it is, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Pretty funny to watch. Um, Matt Stanley says, I've never seen him dunk on Diana. She's national, but she's around enough. Ah, Diana's really... I mean, I don't know. Diana's here once a year, maybe. She wasn't here. She hadn't been here this year. Um, and I remember talking to Diana as soon as the uh, as soon as the Jets um, signed Aaron Rodgers, and I said, I hope I don't see you once this season because I know she, you know, I, if you're a national person, you would rather cover the teams that are more interesting, more compelling to a national audience, and certainly the Jets when Aaron Rodgers was healthy and still the Jets are more compelling, uh, compelling ar- argument. Um, so, no, Diana, Diana's Maybe here once a year. I'm not once a year is not a, often enough to get to get got. I would say you have you have to be here on at least a, a semi regular basis. And yeah, that was that was one that he got. Anyway, uh, that is going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show. Quick reminder that this show is always made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Whether you're buying or selling your home, I don't think that uh, I don't think that Kevin Byard is going to sell his home here in Middle Tennessee. But if he was to do so, he would do so with the Ashton team, the best real estate group out there. The official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators is Gary Ashton.com. We will see you guys tomorrow from ten to one on the radio show. Um, Mike Vrabel will again speak to the media. Ryan Tannehill, maybe, will speak to the media. We'll see who speaks to the media tomorrow. Uh, but I bet it's Tannehill if I had to take a guess. Doesn't mean that Tannehill's going to play, but I do think that he is uh, going to be the one that they trot out there. But we will find out certainly tomorrow, and we'll talk about it together. Have a great rest of your evening, and the radio show starts at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone.
This is our Colts. This is our team. We bleed blue. This is our Colts. Whether win or lose, we love them. For the shoe, beat the Titans. Let the world hear us now. This is our team. Go Colts.